Hey guys. Hey. It's Oddity Files. The, the podcast. podcast. I'm Clayton Abbott. And I'm Kitsy Duncan. And we are so freaking happy you're here. We are. We are a creepy, spooky, paranormal, UFO ly, alien y, Bigfoot ly <laughs> podcast where we talk about cryptid things. Not always so scary. No. Sometimes scary. Sometimes scary. Sometimes just interesting as sometimes, I'll get out. Yeah. We have been doing a lot of interesting ones. I've got a pretty interesting one today without giving too much away that I'm super stoked about. Uh-oh. And uh, it actually had a tie to something that happened to me today. So don't let me forget that part. Okay. Okay. Today. Today. <laughs> Literally. And I had to text people to see what was going on. And it, it'll be a nice little tie-in. Because after I finished writing the story, it happened. And I was just like, Hold on a huh. second. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. So you're back from your cruise. I'm yes. back from Disney. Yes. We are in the podcast dungeon. We're back. With the crazy new art that I posted everywhere. No, it looks so good. Daniel really Danger does. is the shit. Really is. Kind of a big fan of him. I know. Well, I have one up in my bedroom now. Oh, do you? A uh, Danger piece. Yeah. It's Which just one like is it? There's a bunch of airplanes. Of course. And the ground looks like very apocalyptic. Oh. It's really cool. He, he does creepy beautifully. Beautifully. Absolutely. I, uh, speaking of decor, mm-hmm. I promised the place where I got my artwork last night um, for my new parlor um, that I would give them a shout out yes. because you were, you even walked in and it was the first thing you said, oh my God, these are great. I love them. Yeah. So I've been searching for what feels like years, but it's only probably been two and a half months for the perfect art for that room this yeah. new room that used to be the cpo storage room and Ugh, yes it was terrible anywho chris and i went to uh an antique store yesterday looking for it and i wasn't looking for anything antique i was just looking for something that fits the room and fits like you knew it w- me. you knew you would know it when you saw it absolutely so uh nothing was at the antique store chris and i went and got naked chopsticks up in castleton yes. which huge fans the guy there God, I hope he doesn't listen. <laughs> we always get this same waiter. Okay. And he's got this serial killer vibe. Oh, great. Yeah. So what's even creepier, as Chris and I were talking about that during the same meal, the the uh, creepy song from Silence of the Lambs where What's-His-Face is running around the house naked. Yes. Was playing. <laughs> like you can't make it up. <laughs> no, you really can't. Oh, God, where was I? Oh, yeah. So we went to Urban Styles in Castleton. Mm-hmm. And I saw, I guess it was a painting there at one point that I kind of liked. It was it's just a huge head, huge female head. But her eyeshadow, her eyes were shut and her eyeshadow was like glitter. Okay. And I'm like, that kind of fits me. You know, yeah, I'm for a sure. little extra sometimes. And they have all this really cool stuff there right now like they have a life-size bigfoot statue that what? i would love to put in my home but except it was thirteen thousand dollars chris says no <laughs> i have to check the price on that and i just love this store whenever yeah, yeah. i can't find exactly what i'm looking for oh we have to go where we have to go it's in, there's it's in castleton 
Um, you know where Dave and Buster's is? Yes. It's like a little strip mall across the street from oh, there. Oh, okay. Hmm. I've actually gotten a lot of stuff there over the the years. Um, they actually have a like a Barack Obama statue that can sit on your couch. That's lifestyle, life size, <laughs> not lifestyle. Um, and then they have a Trump too, but he's like off in a cage and just looks so angry. <laughs> <In a cage. laughs> okay, it's a glass room, not quite a cage. <laughs> But the last time I went there, they had all this, like, my vibe stuff. Yeah. They had, like, signs you can put in your room or whatever that says, like, asylum or this is the morgue or things like that. So we went, and I couldn't bring myself to buy any of that creepy yeah, stuff yeah. or Bigfoot. But Chris came across these these two prints, I guess you'd call them. Sure, yeah. That l- they're ginormous, probably Three feet tall, four feet they're tall. Probably about like twenty-four by thirty-six. Yeah, ish. Yeah, and they're out of they're like a page out of a book. Mm-hmm. One is Frankenstein, yes. and one is Dracula. It, they look so good. But it, but what it's it's what you see the moment you walk into my house. So yep. it couldn't be too weird. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm a weirdo. I let my freak flag fly. <laughs> but not that anybody comes to my house anyway. So. <laughs> I loved him. I instantly fell in love. I loved the fact that it looked like you could see through the page, like you were like actually looks looking like, in looks a book. like an actual page, yeah. And yeah, so absolutely check out Urban Styles in Castleton if you're looking for something just out of the ordinary. Indiana. Castleton, Indiana. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I was looking at um, where our listeners are coming from. Mm-hmm. And like after we had Josh Arnold on, Indiana skyrocketed. Whoa. But we're... Indiana's usually like three or four. California fucking loves us. That's crazy. And then Ohio. Okay. And then Indiana. Okay. So. That makes sense. But not California. No. But thank you, California. Yes, California, (laughs) you fucking rock. And then like Washington State's in there too, of course, because they live with Bigfoot. They all do. (laughs) It's like an ode that when you move to Washington, you have to swear like to not reveal like you're probably going to see a Bigfoot. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> no. Anything interesting? Is it good to be home? I know. I feel like you just got home. You landed at like midnight last night, and yes. we're recording this at like three thirty the <laughs> no, next it's, day. It is always good to be home. It always sucks leaving. Yeah. The circumstance, but yeah. um, oh, it was DJ Jimmy's birthday. It was wah, his birthday wah. while we were on board, and uh, he had a great birthday. Had a good a ton of people around, um, and we just had a lot of fun. The weather was a lot nicer than the last time I was there. Good. Last time, how those high winds, we were skipping ports, and none of that happened. It was good. Thank goodness. You actually get um, to enjoy the cruise part exactly. of it. Good. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's always just one of those things, like, it's just hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. No, absolutely. Especially I get coming, it. not only, like, leaving, but then coming home to the cold. It's, yeah. It was like, horrible while you were uh, gone. Yeah, that's what I heard. So, Ugh. I'm home safe, and we are... Over the halfway mark, I think it's like 84 days by the time this goes up. <laughs> I picture up, tally marks like on your refrigerator at home of yeah, the, until he's coming Or just home. like etches in the drywall. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wouldn't matter at this point anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but the next trip for you, I think, is GalaxyCon yes. Richmond. Because mm-hmm. we're podcasting we there. We are. Live. Live Friday, February 28th at 8.15 p.m. Write this one down. It's room E23A. E23A. And yeah, we Galaxy Con has always been great to Oddity Files, the podcast. So great. And so we're happy just to kind of get the circuit started with 
with this one. I know. It's been a hot minute. It has been. Well, GalaxyCon was our last one of the year. It so was. it only makes sense. It totally does. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank God for them. Or we'd have nothing on our plates right now. I know. Oddity Files would be twiddling our thumbs. Yeah. Um, but like we would do that. Some exciting things that I'm only going to tell you enough just for you to get excited like we are. We are um, we're booking locations for season four. Four out of six people. Four out of six are booked. We're three out of six. Three I'm out sorry. of six are booked. <laughs> but one is is like about to go. Oh, okay. So I'll tell you about that one. That's new. While yeah. you were gone, I was researching stuff and things. But I am so excited about season four. Me too. And I really like the way that we've started investigating how we just, we don't do as many, but we, I feel like we just do them better, the ones right. that we do. Because no, we aren't exhausted. We aren't doing them that one month that we had like four in in one month or something it was crazy me. yeah <laughs> but and when you step away from it for a little while i don't know i feel like it just kind of like quote unquote recharges you and just so when you come into it you do have that like hair that stands up on the back of your neck oh. and you're excited to be there and, and well after you get those goosebumps after season three, I was like, I'm done with that editing and getting the shit up. Speaking of which, we are up in the UK now. Oh, great. Finally. Um, but I, I was ready to quit. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I told you that, but but now I'm stoked. And and I knew it would happen. Right. I, I was just going to be bitchy about it for a minute. <laughs> That's fair. And then I'm all like, we oh, all I have there. three locations booked. Yep. So And we can't tell you where nope, or and when we won't. or how or why, but it's going to be awesome. It really will be. So... If you're thinking season four of what, Oddity Files actually started as a TV show, and we now have three full seasons on Amazon Prime. Um, they're free for Prime members, and you can buy them if you're not Prime member. Yeah, I think uh, they're like member. $1.99 a yeah. piece. So if you don't want to subscribe to Amazon Prime, you don't have to. You can nope. go and buy those. But yeah, we do have three full seasons of Oddity Files, the TV show. The TV show. I was a little <laughs> late on that one. Yeah, uh, we do. Did so the Patreon yes. is taking off. It is. Holy shit. It's Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're both like, oh my gosh. So what I've been doing on Patreon, speaking of the show, is you know, we've been doing this for a very long time and there are several episodes that just never made the Amazon right. Prime cut. So I've been tossing, you know, about one up a week yeah. and things like that. Um this coming week. Benton Family Farms coming up. Can't wait. Yeah, I bet you're super excited <laughs> about that. That was a location where the only location Clayton said he would never go back to. Yes. So if you're not a Patreon member, or if you are, um, check it out on our Patreon members yeah. feed. I think it goes up Monday, sometime this week. Sure. So well, sometime this past week. Yes. <laughs> um, Derp. But yeah, we want to thank everyone already who's subscribing to our Patreon. If you aren't sure what our Patreon is, it's just a way that we, Oddity Files, can produce the material that we are currently putting out. We don't have a big production company behind us to fund us or support us in any way. It is just all us and our time. Um, we aren't paid hourly or episode We're by not the paid episode. At all. Yeah. <laughs> so, Except for the little penance Prime gives us. Right. And so we turn around and just put all that money into the investigations because they aren't free to go on no. and the travel and the equipment. So that's really what we're using this Patreon for is just to continue to create quality material for our fans. Absolutely. Super excited Who about it. Who do we it. need to shout out? Um, Ryan Hoke. Huge shout out to Ryan. 
Doug McClock, and I'm worried that I'm not pronouncing his name right. So Doug, when you hear this, text me, let me know. And Donald Blanchflower, we appreciate you guys so much. You are officially producers of the podcast and the TV show. Yes. So thank you guys for that. There's a lot of Patreon member exclusives on there right now, Already. aside from the old shows. So yeah, we just started. Yeah. So check it out if if you want. It's uh, patreon.com slash oddity files. We're not gonna force you. Nope. But if you do, we appreciate yeah. you. And if you just like what we do and, and want to get more involved and see just more of us. Yeah. <laughs> That's an easy way to it's do all it. Us. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I did a, a tarot card reading. I've done two tarot card readings because yeah. I'm trying to get to understand it. And I found this new deck that I'm in love with. And um, the first one just wasn't the best news. Pretty much told me to give up. But Marjorie went over it and said, no, this is what it really means. Okay. So I felt much better. But this last one I did, if you haven't checked it out, you should. Because it's all the good news for Oddity Files. Well, doesn't just surprise saying. me. We're going places, people. Thanks to you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank God for all of you. Also, if you haven't, check out, like Clayton said earlier, the Amazon Prime uh, TV show. There's three seasons. We highly recommend Start in Reverse. Yes. I'm just going to put that out there. I feel like I've said that before, but maybe haven't. We also have a website. It's oddityfiles.com. Rate, review, and sub- subscribe. Please. Hey, I got those new stickers. Should we reopen that contest? Oh, why not? Should we open it to both Amazon and iTunes? So if they review the TV oh, yeah, show yeah, yeah. as well? I, yeah. Okay, guys. I think so. This just happened. We made a new contest. So if you get on um, Apple Podcasts or on Amazon Prime and leave us a review. Yes. Hopefully it's good. I'll cry if it's not. Um, but drop us an email at oddityfilescrew at gmail.com. And once a month, we'll pick a winner. And you get a sticker, maybe a card. Maybe something signed by us. Yeah. So I'm going to try to keep it to like a standard size envelope so I don't have to go to the post (laughs) office and I can just put it in the mailbox. Uh. Oh, because I know me so well. Um, Yeah, but check out all the stuff and all the things. Instagram. Yes. Twitter. Facebook. Facebook. Facebook secret group. It is a closed group, but if you try to join it, we will approve you. (laughs) And it's been on fire lately. Yeah, it really has been. All the weirdities yes oh do you see what i just did weirdities weirdities (laughs) okay i think that's oh i've got a paranormal in the news oh yeah okay pick a number between one and five three so you went with number three so did you watch the video i sent you about the uh big feats in ohio i didn't have internet but i saw the headline (laughs) yeah so everybody go to youtube and Head on over to We Do It Outdoors. These guys have a video that's compelling, and I think it might be Bigfoot. It may very well not be. There's, I don't have an article on it. I was just sent this video, and which we'll post it on our Facebook page, our Twitter page, and um, probably take a snippet from it and put it on our stories on yeah. Instagram as well. Also, it's already been posted in our Facebook fan group. But the thing that got me so much about this video, I sat and I watched the whole fucking 10 minutes of it. <laughs> I don't normally do that. Usually I get partway and I'm like, I can't even right now. But it was 
a little too professionally done for me. The cinematography, the filters. I don't know if I just expect found footage to be shitty. (laughs) Well, I mean, typically. Yeah. Or it's like it's an accident. Yeah, exactly. But they went out there um, because there were sightings or something like that. So they, gorgeous drone footage, but they ended up catching what they thought was Bigfoot on their drone. Okay. So then they went over to where the drone was to kind of find him. And there he is. Yeah, it's literally like exterior car shots. Yes. Yeah, it's it's very pretty. Yeah, it looks really good. Um, but I did uh, post it in the Facebook group, like I had said, and people, one but somebody said something about it. You can see like a distinct where the coat and the pants would be in the costume. Oh, I didn't see that. I actually went back and looked at it, and I don't know if it's just my eyesight is bad or what. What but, part of Ohio is this? Do you know? Um, I know it said Salt Fork, Salt Ohio. Salt Fork. I don't know where that is. That's a, a national park, oh. and they call it the Ohio Grass Band, not Bigfoot. So I don't know. It's definitely a beautiful park. Um, it's still playing on my phone. That's probably why I can't get anything to load on my computer, but. Interesting enough, if anybody knows these guys and um, how we can get a hold of, we do it outdoors and talk to them about their grassman sighting. I would really like to talk to them and then have them take us there. It's also funny how like all their footage leading up is like beautiful, but now all of a sudden they can't figure out how to focus. Right. I'm like, okay. Now, you do see later that he's really zoomed in. Yes. And I struggle with that, too. I always go the wrong direction for some (laughs) reason. But it's super compelling. Um, I am curious what your thoughts are. Yes. I will watch it in more depth. (laughs) Okay. Absolutely. Also, friends of mine sent me a link to a trailer. So there's a new movie coming out called Extraordinary. And it'll be out March 6th, I believe. This trailer, at first I was like, oh, this looks stupid, blah, 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 blah. But then it turns into the Shaun of the Dead movie of Paranormal. What? It's it's paranormal and it's fucking hilarious. It's us. Is it like a, like a mainstream feature film? Yeah. Oh, that's As far awesome. as I can yeah, tell. Yeah, yeah. Even Susan, um, our friend Susan, who helps us yes. promote the show... She did an article on it, and oh. she said that wide release March 6th. Wow. So it looks amazing, though. I forgot to send you that link, but it is on our Facebook fan group, which is Oddity Files Facebook fan group or something yeah. like that. And I am super excited That's about it. That's hilarious. Shaun of the Dead is my jam. Yeah. What was the other one with Dale and I love Tucker, Tucker and, and Dale yes. versus Evil. It's got that vibe where it's supposed to yes. be you know, scary and creepy, but it's just It's more funny. funny. Yeah. yeah. So that is all of my paranormal in the news. Guys, I'm pretty excited to tell you about this new product I'm using. Soul Drops are sacred plant supplements that boost overall wellness by enhancing your mind, body, and spirit. See what I did there? Made with traditional healing plants, 
This special microdosing option empowers self-healing and performance optimization. Soul Drops allow you to power up physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Again, see what I did there? With only a few drops per day, Soul Drops can empower your self-healing and optimization. Now, I'm not kidding. I found Soul Drops on a social media ad, and guys, I'm shocked at the results. I'm not even kidding. I'm not making this up. I am shocked at the results. My moods have leveled out, and I'm sleeping better. So Soul Drops is brought to you by renowned shamanic healer and herbalist Vlada Talan. She uses an ancient process to offer all natural, legal, and safe microdosing. Her master plant formulas have transformed the lives of thousands of people, including me. So I figured out a way to get you guys Soul Drops at a 10% discount. Are you ready? Head on over to souldrops.net and type in oddity files, one word, in the discount code box. I got the Master Trinity set, and I tell you what, this stuff works. So head on over to souldrops.net and remember to type oddity files, again, one word, into the coupon code to get your 10% off. And you know what? You can just thank me later. Do you have anything you would like to add, sir? I don't. I have not had many um, many paranormal experiences. You've not had internet service for that a week. as well. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the only place I get my news. I have no fucking clue who goes first. I don't either. The l- Did I do Alistair? Yes. It goes Alistair and then the mermaid. So it's you. So throughout the last century, archaeologists have uncovered rare and beautiful objects from beneath the shifting sands and crumbling earth. So human rubble from civilizations long extinct provide us basically now with kind of a glimpse of what life was like at that point in time. Okay. So ornate statues, accessories like jewels with like personal inscriptions and everyday household objects help identify Kind of just like the level of education and even types of government, what religion those people were. Pretty much how we figure out history. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the items recovered are highly sought after by collectors and museums, blah, 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 blah. That is, unless the piece of the past carries a curse of death to its owner. Of course not. (laughs) Such is the case of the woman from Lem statue. Ooh, I've never heard of this. Perfect. So in 1878, a small statue carved from pure limestone was found in Lem Cyprus. L-E-M-B. Yes. Cyprus. <laughs> the look on your face is like, wait a minute. No. Well, I have the like, word. the way it's pronounced there, I guess, is L-E-M-P-A, but it's pronounced to us Lem. Okay. L-E-M-B. It was dated around 3500 B.C., at that time when the island's inhabitants were known as Cypriots. Where is Cyprus? Like Italy? In the Mediterranean ish, okay. yeah. Gotcha. In addition to natural limestone deposits, large copper deposits propelled the island to a position of economic strength in a period leading up to the Bronze Age. The woman from Lem statue is similar to hundreds of other cross shaped statues from the same time period, but not exactly the same. There is a consensus since more than 100 statues have been found, some being more details detailed than others. Smaller ones have been recovered from burial sites, while the larger ones are thought to have just like more of a ceremonial significance. Gotcha. 
And this thing, it's it's only like maybe four inches tall. What? Yeah. There are no archaeological records of an so excavation. It's just like a cross? Ish. Ish. Yeah. Okay. There are no archaeological records of an excavation or the actual discovery of the statue. All accounts state that it was discovered in 1878, but there are no details including the name of the founder or why they were digging or literally anything. At the time, it was considered to be either a fertility statue or a crude depiction of a goddess whose name has just, you know, been lost. The lack of detail on the surface of the piece makes it challenging to correlate either. Regardless of the origins, the statue has a very dark reputation. Some time ago, it earned the sinister nickname Goddess of Death due to so many fatalities connected with those who have owned it or even touched it. First, I was going to be like, that seems a little harsh, but not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Four families supposedly have lost members in connection to the women of uh, Lem statue. So in order, Lord Elephant... Or Lord Elfont was the first owner during the time Cyprus was a British colony. Okay. Within six years of buying the statue, him and seven members of his family passed away. Oh, snap. Yes. So eight people. What? Literally within six years. Yeah. Sometime after that, Ivor Minucci obtained the statue in Europe and had a similar experience. His entire family died within four years of him buying the statue. Oh, shit. The yeah. third owner was Lord Thompson Noel. His entire family also perished within four years of him purchasing the statue. Shit. The statue eventually ended up as the property of Sir Alan Biverbrook, and shortly after he acquired it, he, his wife, and their two daughters all died. His two remaining sons decided to donate the statue to the Royal Scottish Museum Get in Edinburgh. Get that shit out of here. <laughs> the museum curator who handled the statue... Died within a year. No. I swear. The statue is currently in a glass case in the, at the museum, untouched by humans. Death seems to follow this little thing, and now it's so feared that it's kept completely, like, you can't get in if you wanted to. Okay, it's kind of con- like that Trump statue I was talking yeah, exactly. about. Exactly. <laughs> it's considered cursed to this day, and no one touches the piece without wearing gloves. It strictly says, like, no human contact whatsoever. Well, no. <laughs> the backstory is entertaining, but lacks a lot of substance and documentation. Right. Okay. Nevertheless, the number of fatalities seem to overrule any attempt to rationalize or debunk the tale. Um, Nobody wants to find out. <laughs> right. Something sinister definitely seems to be attached to the women of Lim, and there's no way of telling whether it's true or not. Um, so it's called the woman of Lim or the women of Lim? I, I saw it both ways. Okay. I'm assuming it's woman of limb because okay. it's just one. Do you have a picture of that? I'll show you. Okay. Yeah. So I did a lot of Googling just these families and I couldn't really find much on them unless it was referring to this. Oh, okay. So I wasn't really sure. Also, there are no records of um, Sir Alan Biverbrook, the last guy that had it. I want to call him Beaverbrook. <laughs> What's even stranger is that I looked at the National Museum of Scotland website yeah, and nowhere does it say that they have this. Oh, so it may be just folklore. Oh, no. It's like a thing, but it's Maybe just not like. Maybe they have it like, hidden in a room somewhere. Right. I think that's more of what it is. 
Oh, conspiracies. Um, yes. Because there are, I mean, tons and tons of photos of it. Here, all... That's stunning. <laughs> not what you were expecting. No. Like, there's really not no. anything descriptive on it. No. I can't stop looking at it. So I did find this story as to its background. Okay. That <laughs> can't be true. Okay. But, so it's going to be entertaining as hell is what you're yes. saying. Yes. Thousands of years ago in the village of Lem, Cyprus, there lived a solitary woman who was known as a wise woman and one who communed with strange spirits as a witch. Oh, so it's me? She lived as a recluse away from the village. <laughs> <It's me. laughs> Although she would sometimes strike strange bargains with the villagers. She was poorly understood but tolerated. When the village crops began to fail, her fate was all but sealed. Of course. The first year, the villagers wondered if her strange ways had angered the spirits. The second year, they grumbled that she brought the curse upon them. And then in the third year, as their malnourished infants began to die, Aww. they decided that the witch needed to go. An, an angry mob descended upon her one night, determined to commit her body to the flames as a sacrifice to a piece of spirits. But they had underestimated her powers. They were engulfed by strange lights in a forest around her house and stricken with fear. The witch yes. drove them from her house laughing and flanked by nightmare creatures. Yes, I love her. So they consulted with the spirit of laughing knives. Okay. Who told them that to save the village, they must construct a statue from limestone that would bind the witch's power. They sent a small group of villagers to the witch's hut in the dead of night. There, they crept inside and tied the statue around her neck with thick cords. Powerless. And she slept through this. Right. Powerless. <laughs> the witch was led back to the village by cheering villagers. Of course. They tied the witch to a wooden pole in the center of the village and prepared a fire. Whooping and hollering, the crowd taunted her while she shouted dire warnings at them all. The angry she cursed mob them. spit on her and tore her clothes, working themselves into frenzied paroxysm <laughs> that works I, the, I get the gist of it right thanks as her screams toward the sky as she as they kindled the flames beneath the pole she cursed the villagers and swore that any man who touches the statue would die the flames leapt and roared as they claimed her body and as she died a horrific death rattle oh. poured from her mouth choking and burbling alien words that silenced the villagers and filled them with dread. The wind picked up, carrying ashes from the fire into the forest, and an uncontrolled blaze sprang up. Oh, shit! As the villagers' huts ignited, they found themselves surrounded by flames steadily closing in. Some flung themselves from rocky cliffs at the edge of the village, but most were surrounded by the inferno, hurling themselves into the pit at the witch's feet as flames closed in. At daybreak, all that remained of the burned-out village were the ruins of the huts, a pit filled with charred bodies, and a limestone statue lying atop the mass grave. Bitches, get stuff done. So that's the hist. <laughs> that's where this came from. It's it's a beautiful story. <laughs> um, I feel like there's a happy ending, and we shouldn't judge people. Do I, <laughs> I say that too much? Anyway. Um, no, but I will. We will post a photo of the statue. On our Instagram story for you all to see. It kind of looks like 
a woman with some like wide hips and her arms kind of out and a penis for a head or just (laughs) an odd shaped guitar or an odd shaped guitar for sure (laughs) it's stunning though i mean it's actually really cool looking and i don't know why i'm drawn to it maybe because crazy attracts crazy but yeah that's awesome i love that story i thought it'd been a while since i had done a curse so yeah why not um the first ever photo of it, it did have a little more like, I don't know. Um, like intricacies? Yes. Okay. Um, I also might have misjudged the size. Oh, how big is it? Unless the things around it are teeny. Oh, well then how the hell are they going to put it around her neck? Oh, no, that looks huge. So it looks like it's now grown. <laughs> to like three feet tall. Feet tall. <laughs> um, we'll let you know. Next week, I'll try and find out we'll a more accurate corner. depiction of its size. It's re- it's really cool looking, though. I know. I'm kind of it in love really cool. with it. Yeah. But such a great story. It has killed so many people. What? I, and, and just the folklore around surrounding how it came to be. I know. Is, just poetic well there there's a lot like a lot of people apparently know about this and are like terrified of it it's kind of like robert the doll before yeah or that in the olden days that vase oh yeah that i did or that crying painting all you know the 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 things that are curses (laughs) so funny enough um my story takes us to scotland as well and it has to do with rocks and what the fuck. Okay. <laughs> so Chris and I just recently binged four seasons of Outlander okay. on Netflix. <laughs> That's what we've been doing in our off time um, since we finished Shameless. And first off, it's amazing. And I, I love a good period piece. I didn't know Chris and I had that in common. Like we we binged Downton Abbey together and, and now we did this. So... It's actually a gorgeous film. Most of it's filmed in Scotland, so definitely check it out. And ladies or men, whatever the case is, can we talk about the swoon worthiness of Sam Hugan, a.k.a. Jamie Frazier? Look him up. That was me mouthing, oh my God. Be still my beating heart. But the show opens with character Claire Randall in Inverness, Scotland, And she accidentally makes her way 200 years into the past by accidentally touching the sacred stones at Craig Nadoon in Inverness. There are talks of fairies, witches, and all the things I hold dear. So, of course, I had to look into it. And the story of Craig, Craig, it's C-R-A-I-G-H, Craig Nadoon? Sure. Uh, goes a little something like this. So in my research, mm-hmm. did it this morning because I've become a procrastinator, I was heartbroken to find out that the, the stones of Craig Nadoon were made up for the books. So it was a series of books, and then it's been turned into this amazing TV show, um, mostly on Netflix and on Stars as well. In the show, it's a circle of these like 10 plus foot standing stones in a circle with an even taller stone in the middle. Okay. And the middle stone is the one Claire touches and goes back 200 years. Oh, gosh. 
Yes. But according to folklore, it's not all made up, um, which I assume the the lady who wrote the books was um, Scottish because it's so much about Scotland. And oh, my God, I can't wait to go. So there are several stone clusterings all over Scotland okay. like this. It's it's kind of like a smaller version of uh, what's the thing in England? Stonehenge. Yes. So, That's what I had in my mind. Yeah, exactly. Didn't doesn't have them on top, but it's just, you know, in kind of yeah. a, a ceremonial outlet layer. Someone put it there. Exactly. So there are several stone clusterings or monuments, if you will, throughout Scotland. Some of them only being one or two stones, but the ones that caught my eye and I have added to my bucket list of visiting are the Kalanish Standing Stones on the Isle of Lewis, Scotland, also known as Scotland's Stonehenge. Okay. So they're stunning, and people come out in droves via tour buses in the evening to feel the energy of this area, same as Stonehenge. Um, It's all these rocks. So in Outlander, it's like maybe four or five in a circle and then one big one in the middle. Well, this... This one is all the rocks and all the stones, and it's stunning. I don't understand why the Indians didn't do that shit over here. <laughs> um, Kalanish is thought to have been built between twenty nine and twenty no twenty nine hundred and twenty six hundred BC, making it earlier in origin than the main circle in Stonehenge. At its heart is a burial chamber dating from a few generations later than when it was built in which human remains have been discovered. Whoa. So I was looking at all these pictures of all of these places, and I'm like, some of them just look like a cemetery. Right. So maybe that's the case. Nobody knows. I still don't know. But folklore says that Kalanish standing stones were once giants turned into stone called the Orkney's Giant Folklore. Oh. All these outlandish stories. This tale tells of giants being turned into stone because they wouldn't submit to Christianity. Okay. But they're still able to walk around once a year and then they're turned back. I feel like this is a Disney movie minus the Christianity part. It was St. Kieran who must have been fucking magic to pull off turning all these giants (laughs) into into stone. Another... Not so ominous tales tells us that another legend that is early on midsummer morning, also known as summer solstice, an entity known as the Shining One walks the length of the avenue and his coming is heralded by the call of a cuckoo. Oh. Are cuckoo birds real? Yes. Are they in Scotland? I don't know. They are now. I guess so. But however, the scientists say that this... The Shining One was just the sun rising on summer solstice, Uh. (laughs) which totally makes sense. Thanks, science guys. Each set of standing stones seems to have its own folklore attached to it. So I'm not going to do all of them because there really is a shit ton of these (laughs) over there. The Stennis standing stones of Orkney, dated back about 5,000 years, are said to have healing properties. This one I loved. Yes, because I'm all about the healing stones. Uh, One stone in particular at this location, was said to have been the most powerful, and it was called the Odin Stone. Mm -hmm. Um, The stone has a big hole in the center of it, 
and newborn babies would be passed through the hole to ensure they would have good health their entire life. Oh. So kind of superstitioning. Th- yeah. That kind of makes sense. I feel like, you know, back in the Highlander days, that would be a thing. Does anyone else have any Lion King songs going through their head right now? A picture holding up the baby. Well, I can't sing anyway. <laughs> um, but not just babies. And people with ailments would go there to be healed. And the own stones would, in turn kind of make or break you whether you were going to live or whether you were going to die and this happened all the way until i think it was the last century so it went on for a very long time so the clava karens clava karens highland stone karens no cairns it's cairns look at my scottish accent there you (laughs) like that's the cairns um not far from the bloody and haunting battlefield of culloden lie some of the Calva Karens. There are 45 Karens in total. So I'm assuming that's the stones. That's how I read it when I copy and pasted this. There are three burial sites, and these three are part of a line of seven. So again, back to the whole, it kind of looks like a cemetery thing. And in Outlander, the Battle of Culloden was a really big, huge deal. And they showed actual gravestones there as well. I don't know if it's true. I've never been to Scotland, but everything I know about Scotland comes from the Google or Outlander. (laughs) (laughs) What makes them more unique is the circle of standing stones that enclose each cairn. In that area of the cairns, sounds of haunting music has been heard when no one is around. Musical instruments are said to be played. Fiddles. Okay. I don't think Celtic when I think fiddles. fiddles. Legend states that they are played by fairies. Of course they are. I know. I love fairies. (laughs) Why aren't they real? The stones also seem to have a curse attached to them. Many people who have removed stones from the site as keepsakes have returned them within a short period of time, claiming that they have had bad luck since taking the stones home. I wonder if that was left. Your stone was left there at one point. Um, On returning the stones, their luck just seems to change back for the better. Probably not because you die if you have your stone. True. And mine was just kind of left in Scotland. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody knows where it's at now. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. And Clayton, you've also touched on the Edinburgh vaults a few episodes ago. So I couldn't pass up expounding on it a little bit. Um, There's a stone circle within the vaults inside a chamber. This area was set up by a group of Wiccans in order to carry out their rituals. I feel like these stones fall back to just Wiccans and witches or whatever you want to call them, people that just worship the earth. Yeah. Not long after occupying this vault, strange phenomena started to occur both in and outside the stone circle. The Wiccan group believed that a distressed spirit might be the cause. The leader of the group held an all-night vigil in the hope of placating the spirit using healing energy within the space. I just picture this Wiccan sitting up all night telling this ghost stories, trying to calm him down. Probably how it didn't go, though. After experiencing severe scratch marks all over his body. Oh, love that. (laughs) And an overwhelming sensation of discomfort, he left. He felt that he had been fighting with something powerful and much stronger than his own capabilities. Today, the Wiccan group have used another stone vault not far away from the first stone vault and have not had any further problems 
but the vault is said to have been in an area where 16 prostitutes were murdered. Did you touch on that? No. No, it sounded familiar. Maybe I'm thinking another city. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So due to the negative energy, many feel that the vault with the stone circle is home to a demon. Of course it is. people do. But other theories have also been put forward. A few years ago, the phenomenal ghost hunting program Most Haunted carried out a live show that included an investigation of the Stone Circle Vault. One member of the crew was attacked and deep scratches were discovered all down his back. Interesting that it was live. I know that Most Haunted opens every episode with this is for entertainment value only, uh, but it's still freaking fun to watch. So yeah, um, I'm sad that the actual Craig Nadoon does not exist. I now have been exposed to the many, many different standing stone sites throughout Scotland. Regardless of how or why they were built, they were clearly sacred to the people who made them. Were they just grave sites, places to honor the dead, land that held magical properties or places of sacrament? No one knows, and I don't think we're ever going to find out. Not even Clan Fraser, you that watch Outlander, get that, knows an Outlander. Um, but the stories are magical, and it just gives me yet another reason to visit Scotland. And if you haven't, check out Outlander on Netflix. Jamie Fraser naked is beautiful. I'm just putting that out there. But my wingmen for this story, aside from the Google, are BBC.com, Wikipedia, SilverPetticoatReview.com, LaurelKallenbrach.com, Scotsman.com, Exemplore.com, and TheHazeltree.co.uk. Ooh. So. I do love Scotland. Oh, my God. And, like, I just, you know, was there for four days. I'm so in love with it, just from this fucking TV show. Do you watch Handmaid's Tale? No. Okay. Uh, that's like the show on the ship right now that they're all watching. Oh, gotcha. And I guess it has like Black Mirror vibes. Yes, I've heard that too. Um, it's like, it seems like it's in the past, but it's really kind yeah, of present. Yeah, I don't know. So I was just curious. Yeah. I've. That's a whole other rabbit hole <laughs> to go down next because we are caught up on Outlander. Ooh. So now I must go on a rock tour of Scotland. Not a rock star tour. A literal but just geology tour. Yeah. It was much funnier when I typed it. <laughs> um, and then this weird thing I told you to remind me about. I remembered, believe it or not. So I'm doing laundry, taking garbage out. Chris and I are going out of town tomorrow. So I'm just doing all the last minute yeah. things. I walk out to my garbage can. I'm going to pull up this picture to show you, and we'll put it in our stories as well. And there's a rock formation on my driveway next to my garbage cans in the shape of a smiley face the moment after I finished writing this. I'm not even kidding. Well, who did it? Someone had to have done it. I checked with everybody who's been here. Carter's not going to make a smiley face. He is not a (laughs) smiley face kind of guy. I texted Glenn. He said, no, check your security cameras. Oh, Nothing on the security cameras. And these rocks had to have been lifted out of this little gross leavey part. Remember when you guys were having the siding done (laughs) and we came home and that man was just like picking out rocks from around. And we were like, I literally asked him, what you doing? (laughs) Because they were supposed to be working and there were some issues. And he was picking rocks. And I literally said, what are you doing? And he was like, some of these are dinosaur fossils. I was like, oh, great. 
Get back to work. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> but he had a ton of rocks set aside. And those are like Maybe river he rocks. came back. I it would have been on the <laughs> the ring camera. True. <laughs> so Carter's not a smiley face kind of guy. Glenn's been over. Yeah. He swears it wasn't him. He told me to check the cameras. The only person other people have been here are um delivery people and they don't stop for a second. No. They throw the shit on the porch and leave. So I it's weird. Can you see where they were on your nest? Yes. Yeah. And did you like go back? I, I went back to I Glenn was here Wednesday and he would yeah, I went back to Wednesday. No, maybe it was Thursday. So I have to go back one more day. But, but Glenn you, was out there. Can you see the rocks? No, because it's so tiny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But just weird. Very weird. It was like somebody was saying, Oh, good thing you did a rock story because we know Clayton's gonna do one too. <laughs> Smiley face. <laughs> Smiley face emoji. <laughs> oh, gosh. Exclamation, exclamation. So we've been asking people to send in listeners' stories recently because we have been a little thin on the stack. Yes, we have. So thank you, the three of you who sent stories in. Everybody else, get on it. So all you have to do is email your stories to oddityfilescrew at gmail.com. And if they're good stories, we might read them like this one. It says, hey, Kitsy Clayton and Oddity Files crew. I just wanted to start by saying I'm a huge fan of Oddity Files on Prime and the podcast. I found the podcast after I finished all three seasons of Oddity Files on Prime, Aww. and I immediately downloaded all the episodes that were available at the time. 67. Oh, shit. I listened to them while at work and on my way to, and on my way home from work. We're officially besties with this And guy. any spare time in between. You guys are <laughs> awesome. Without further ado, here's my paranormal experience. I was about 16 or 17 years old and was spending the night at a friend's house because we had to leave early for a track meet the next morning. After BSing like teenage boys do, we finally settled down and he made me a pallet on the floor in his room. Kevin lived in a house with his mom and dad and two little sisters. You had to pass through his sister's room to reach his room. That being said, around 1am, I was laying there and I could hear little kids laugh and giggling and then a random toy make a sound. Oh, that's no good. (laughs) After not being able to shake it off and go back to sleep, I woke Kevin up and asked him to say something to his sisters. He got up, went to his bedroom door, and simply said, Would you guys please just stop for the night? Kevin walked back to bed, and after a little bit of quietness, I was able to fall back asleep. Shortly after that, I was laying there and was awakened by a shining light in my face. So, he didn't say either way whether it was his sisters making the noise, right? Correct. Okay. I squinted my eyes open to see the light was coming from around the closet door in the corner of his room. I was able to see the light from under his bed where I could see across the room to the door. I raised up. Again, what Kevin was like, I hate to bother you, but could you turn off your closet light? I'm like, do it yourself. (laughs) This guy's like, "Um, you're never staying over again. (laughs) He sat up and looked in the direction of the door and said, Mike, there's not a light in my closet. Plus, I don't go in there. That's why the weight bench is in front of that door. So I laid down thinking, well, maybe light's coming from a different source that I was mistaken in my sleepiness. What? Lo and behold, there is no longer any light coming from that side of the room. Shaking my head, I rolled over toward the bedroom door and I tried to drift back to sleep. Laying there, looking through the doorway past the sister's room, I could see there was a small light on in the living room. On the far wall, there was a thick, dark shadow that seemed to drift across the living room from right to left nope knowing that there is no one else in the house that could have cast that shadow i laid there for the rest of the night with my eyes closed hoping to not hear or see anything for the rest of the night that was my entire teenage years 
The next morning, Kevin's mom woke up and told us to come eat breakfast before we had to leave for the track meet. I wandered out of Kevin's room and noticed that the sisters weren't in their beds, and their beds looked like they had not been slept in. Shaking it off as just another strange thing that happened during the sleepover, yeah. I continued to the kitchen for breakfast. Kevin's mom looked me up and down and asked if I didn't get a good night's sleep. I told her no, that there were some strange things that happened over the night, but it was probably just being in a new place. She giggled and looked at Kevin and said, why didn't you explain this house to him? Oh, Kev- oh snap. Kevin shrugged and said, <laughs> t- page turn. <laughs> just for tonight, I thought they would behave. With a puzzled look on my face, Kevin's mom began to tell me more about their house. A few years before Kevin's family moved in, there was a family of a mother, father, son, and daughter that lived in the house. The father was abusive of the children and the mother. The father had ended up killing the mother and son in the living room with a gunshot. O-M-G. He wasn't able to find the daughter for a little while as she hid in the closet, which happened to be Kevin's closet. He locked her in the closet and set the closet on fire. Oh, my God. He then went back to the living room and shot himself. So after telling them what I witnessed over the night, we Who assumed the following. Who buys this house? <laughs> the sound of the kids the kids playing together. The sister had slept in the mom's room while I was there, and the dad was away at work. The mass of the living room I saw was probably the father, and the light in the closet was probably residual from the fire that was in there. Mm. Needless to say, this course of events shocked me, but after I came around to it, it sparked a never-ending curiosity of the paranormal. Yeah. Since I've done a few ghost hunts, some with Kevin, some on my own, I watch all the shows, movies possible that I can find on the topic. I read books about hauntings, etc. If this makes the show, that would be awesome. I look forward to every episode regardless of the outcome. Keep looking for paranormal and peace, light, love, and positivity. Sincerely, one of your fans, Mike. Mike, that's amazing. And terrifying. Yes. So terrifying. I mean, now here's here's the things I want to know. Yeah. When the family bought the house, did they know it did was a murder know? house? Because also, if how the whole house not burned down? Yeah, you can't just burn a closet. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Questions. Maybe some of it's like legend and lore. True. I don't know. Did Mike, was his name Mike? Yes. Terrible at name, sorry. Did you do research? Is this real? Yeah, do you know, like, if you can Google the address... Surely that would be yes in a absolutely. newspaper. Yeah. So do a little bit of research. Follow up. <laughs> Huge true crime addict here mixed with the paranormal. Right. I want to go to there. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow, Mike, that was awesome. I love it so much. Guys, if you're listening and you have a story, first and foremost, we need it. Please. Secondly, we love this shit. I mean, you guys, the stories are so great. We we don't find paranormal unless we're looking for it. Right. Unless it just we never happens to yeah. us the way it does no, a lot of our jealous. listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so, so jealous. Yeah, send in your stories, oddityfilescrew at gmail. If you have a friend who's got a story, like Kevin, send us your story, dude. Please. Tell us about your first experience in said murder house. Or how you guys found out. Yes, Kevin. <laughs> now, Kevin. Yes, I'm talking to you. Everybody else, stories at oddityfilescrew at gmail.com. That's also where... You can send us emails when you leave a review on either Apple Podcasts or Amazon Prime. Yeah. So just screen grab the review that you put up there, send it in to us, and then we put, you know, whatever's in a drawing and you can win stuff and things that fit in an average size <laughs> envelope. But guys, this is Oddity Files, the, the podcast. podcast. That's Clayton Abbott. And that's Kitsy Duncan.
And we adore you and appreciate your shares and your retweets and all the stuff and all the things you do. And Jim's going to love this episode because it's definitely going to be right at an hour. (laughs) Bye, guys. Weird is the new cool. Bye. Oddity Files is an independent production. Intro music created by DJ Jimmy. Wah, wah. 2020 artwork created by me, Kitsy Duncan. The opinions expressed in this podcast are ours and ours alone. Well, maybe yours too. If you like the show and would like to support us, visit oddityfiles.com and click on support or go to patreon.com slash oddityfiles. Every little bit helps with both the podcast and the TV show. You can also support us by watching Oddity Files on Amazon Prime. It's free to Prime members and dirt cheap to those who aren't. You can find us on all the social media sites at Oddity Files. Keep spreading the word by sharing, retweeting, and reposting. Join our Oddity Files Facebook group by searching Oddity Files Fan Group and click Join. We'll approve you as soon as we can. All weirdos are welcome. Not into that social media stuff? Tell your coworkers, family, even the weird guy who just won't stop talking to you in line for coffee. Oh, and grandma. Your grandma will love us. We appreciate each and every one of you. And if it weren't for you, we have no idea what we would do with our lives. If you have a story you'd like to submit, send it on in at oddityfilescrew at gmail.com. Also, send in story ideas, silly, weird memes, or just positive vibes to oddityfilescrew at gmail.com. You can also call in and leave that in a voicemail. Call us at 317-300-6699. To contact us about an appearance, reach out at kitsy at oddityfiles.com. When you have a set, rate, review, and subscribe. We know it doesn't sound like much, but it really helps us get up there on the podcasting charts. And remember, kids, weird is the new cool. Ghost on. Um, why are you still here? Go on. Get out of here. Turn it off. It's done. Really? I swear, go. Get. Serious, I'm out of here.